Is anyone here? What did you find? You are listening to Supernatural Confessions. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another Friday Night Live episode with us on Supernatural Confessions. Today, I'm actually joined by three of my other co-hosts, but um, I'm not sure whether they're going to make it in time. What happened is they're all in Bali, as you probably have guessed by now. Joe is having Wi-Fi problem. Uh, Kim is rushing back home. He's left Bali at 11 a.m. this morning. He's coming back around, probably touched, reached his home around 10 plus. He will join us very shortly. Sonia still somewhere in the air, flying um, <clears throat> an airline, a budget air that uh, is quite known for its delays. But no matter, uh, we also have a very special guest with me today. His name is Ivan Yo, celebrity chef, celebrated chef, celebrity chef as well, founder of 1925 and Blue Spoke. He'll be joining us and joining you guys, giving you more confessions that you love so much about Ivan. And because he's doing it live here, uh, you can ask him any questions you want. But let me bring the big Apex Predator on screen with me. Hey, JDC, what's up? You can't hear me. I'm just going to leave him there for one thing. He realizes that he, 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 he got some audio problem. Uh, before we start, as always, big thank you for joining us. I'll uh, say, if you're joining us on Facebook, Lee Shiong first, <laughs> Ng Wei Kai, Lincoln Heng, Mark Shippo, uh, Adeline Wei Lian. Adeline probably knows a little more because she says, my approved vacation to Bali. Ko Chuan Cheng. Boon Lei. We need a Hokkien version of this song. Boon Lei, if you can sing in Hokkien, we will definitely have you on board to sing this song for us. But Maitreya Om. Um. Hello, 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 everyone. Good evening. Joe, can you hear me, Joe? No, I, I can't hear you at all. Okay, Joe, maybe refresh, refresh. I can't hear you a single word that's coming out of your mouth. Okay. I can't even see you. Re? You're like... I feel like I'm talking to the spirits right now, Eugene. Is is are you there, Eugene? I, I'm here. <laughs> you need to refresh your browser, bro. Uh, we also have okay. Well, when you refresh your browser, and come, let me let me text text you. <laughs> refresh, refresh. Okay. Uh, on YouTube, if you're tuning. For, to us on YouTube. Hello, Jillian Fernandez. She's tired of being third throughout. <laughs> Always bitten by Arbor and nobody. So Jillian, this time she locked in really, really early and she's first. So congrats to Jillian. Jillian's also in Australia, by the way, the same with our big guy, JDC, on the other side, who's not responding to me. Uh, Christian Seaman. Christian, she's not been around for some time. Christine, how are you doing? Welcome back. Uh, Christine used to be, uh, she, has she ever done narration for us before? I believe so. Christine, we would like to have you back as our narrator. Uh, also, Alex Armani, we have uh, Mark Abel, the clerk says, do they all come back? Almost. Izuru Joseph. First first time I'm hearing this name. Uh, welcome to the to the channel. Lisa Marie Scarding, Han Jay, Remy. And Lolita Kaur, Nicola, Nicholas has finally made it. I know most of you are joining us either for the first time today because you heard that this is going to be a Bali special. Um, 
I assure that the Bali special does not involve um, JDC just staring at a screen. So yeah, I can hear you guys now. <laughs> so you you're just keeping quiet the whole time, waiting for me to finish, is it? No, I I'll just buy time for you. you know? I can't. Yeah, no, I'm I'm here. I'm here. I was I didn't wanna. Yeah, whatever. Okay, bro. Yeah, maybe you can uh, tell us about a little bit about what you're doing right now in the dark. Um. I, I tried kind of running this from inside the room, but the reception is really poor. So I've had to walk all the way out to the, I might add, mosquito-infested pondo all the way outside. There's a rain here, and I'm pretty sure the mosquitoes are, I'm going to be eaten alive for SC. I can already feel it biting into my head. <laughs> Actually, not just eaten by mosquito. I remember uh, yesterday, um, was it yesterday? Yesterday. No, day before, hmm. uh, we went to a abandoned wood carving factory oh man oh that one you had to endure more than mosquitoes and i i love to show the the audience the video of you where we finally see jdc and kim looking pale af because something really happened down there i i i was less scared for myself and more scared for a certain member of of the team because um yeah i don't want to give away too much yeah. but yeah i was just like oh my god this person needs to, to get away from wherever they were at that point in time I, I feel like i'm speaking riddles well i am but they just have to wait yeah wait for the uh wait for the content and uh, in front of all of our audience uh, jdc i want to thank you i think i don't think i thank you enough uh for actually organizing spearheading this whole bali trip Organizing oh, the liaising with the Balians uh, and giving us really off the beaten track something that we would never see as tourists a taste of Bali. It was crazy, wasn't it? It was a wild trip. Yeah, I, 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 I glad I, I made it down against all odds. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And just to let you know, I'm still oily from my massage. <laughs> just, just, just putting it out there. <laughs> tough work, huh? Tough work. I didn't get a massage it's this It's difficult time work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you didn't. Don't worry. I, I got an aromatherapy massage for you this afternoon. It's okay. Uh, on my behalf. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, no okay, so ladies and gentlemen who are tuning in from YouTube and Facebook, it would just have to be me reading off the comments uh, on behalf of our team uh, while, uh, while operating the live stream because Elvin's not back yet and none of our hosts is at their desk with their big screen to look at all your comments. So if I do miss out your comments, I'm slow to read out. Please forgive me. I apologize for that. Uh, today will be a special because all our, our members are all over the place, but we have such fresh news to share with you guys and hope this will scare the bejesus out of you as it did for us. But for now, we're going to bring on Ivan Yo, the man who you guys have been watching the last couple of weeks confessing his story. I think his view count was like 25,000 for his first video, 16,000 for second video. He's a very, very popular man. And I'm so very surprised that he has... Kick-ass camera and kick-ass mic. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being having me on the show. <laughs> Thank you for coming. And I know you're a very busy man, hard to tie down. In fact, trying to get a confession out of you, we had to make like a month and a half advance appointment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But now you're here. Yes. So, uh, Supernatural Confessions Universe, if you guys have any questions for Ivan, please text it uh, in the comment section. I will try my best to read it out. If you could just do me a favor and put Ivan in um, a colon and your question, it will help me scroll through the comments very quickly and pick the, 
the questions that's popping out, okay? So Ivan, Colin, and then your questions for him. Uh, but Ivan, since the time that we yeah. have heard of your story, many of us think that you're a bloody magnet for Hantu. <laughs> I, I think I think that it's, it's not something that... Um, I, I kind of I kind of shared uh, off camera the time when we were, when we were recording, right? That, that this is not something that I really enjoy, mm. because for a large part of my life I kind of thought I was the odd one out, or or, or something. There's something ma majorly wrong with me, mm. or that, you know, there's something wrong in the brain and everything. And 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 um, that kind of uh, set my path towards trying to understand a lot of these things happening, you mm. know, because you know some things can be debunked. It could be just simply because. Uh, we, we don't know a lot of things about science or whatsoever. So you always try to look at what uh, uh, the play of light or, or a trickery of the eye or maybe, you know, infrasonics that gives you goosebumps. Uh, that so-called, you have that sense, you know, where you sense uh, ghosts and, uh, and all the creepy stuff. So I've always been very, very quick to try to debunk what I see myself. Uh -huh. And I think um, on that path of that, right, you kind of slowly start to look, to, uh, look for things like that. Yeah. So... For the people who search, they will find, right? So yeah, I think I think I, I've I've met quite quite a couple interesting ones mm. um, that I've managed to share on on the on the last uh, recordings. Yeah. Mm. Uh, from Ivan Kwa, he says, Ivan, thanks for sharing your experiences. Can I check if you see a lot of hantus on the streets during seven months, the Hungry Ghost Month? Actually, that's the interesting part because um, I don't. There is what I whatever I see in the past. Uh, Less now, I think as I got older, I don't know, somehow it kind of waned off um, or maybe I don't, I, don't, I don't actively seek out anymore. So it, it's, what I noticed was that um, there is no specific season um, that is so-called the most popular season. And in fact, because I was kind of raised um, traditionally from a, a Taoist home, right? Yeah. Where, you know, we, we pray to ancestors and all that stuff. Um, I never actually saw, I actually never see any of those things that um, our... Um, Adult, I mean, our elders tells us, like, you know, seven months, they're eating the, the, the rice or they're sucking on a joystick or whatever. Yeah. I have never seen any of those. <laughs> but then again, um, as I progressed along the way, hmm. I also have heard, um, um, what do you call the explanations for this. So, like, how some people will see uh, disembodied heads um, or sometimes they'll see colors, they'll see things like that, right? So it's really about the spectrum mm. that you are sensitive with. That, that, and and that's, that's the kind of explanation I think I'm comfortable with. Mm. So in, in kind of the way, like the, 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 the good news out of the whole bad luck crap, right? Where I get to see these things, right? Is that I don't get to see anything really, really, really scary. Uh -huh. So nothing out of the, like the ghost movies or, you know, uh, uh, flying heads or, or long tongues and whatnot. I, I see normal people. Mm. And that what makes it also very, very difficult to discern whether they are those or they are just people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I think this goes into the next question that uh, Sean Chen just asked. It pops out. Can you differentiate between demonic and human spirits? So far, no. But the yeah. most interesting part was um, I was looking through some of the comments about there was this guy who made a comment uh, is that uh, why is it that everybody starts seeing all this ghost uh, spirit stuff, right? Mm. Never ever seen um, like, like deities or gods or whatsoever, right? I actually had a very interesting experience um, during my JC days when I was actually having, you know, we, we have to go and join this famine camp. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Fe this feminine camp? Uh, famine, famine oh. camp, <laughs> not famine oh, camp. <laughs> no, where's, where's this feminine camp and how do I join? <laughs> yeah, well, you get to see a lot of female ghosts there, but but no. But um, 
Yeah, famine camp. So it's basically a 24-hour fasting sessions where you can you, you still can drink um, uh, water and all that stuff. They'll give you little bites uh, to munch on, mm. basically to kind of uh, it's like a leadership camp of sorts. And 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 of course there is some charity thing going on. Mm. So a whole bunch of us will go there. And um, during the time I was just newly converted. Uh huh. All right. Um, so I, I converted to Christianity after exploring different um, religions, trying to how to say boost my balls a little bit like in, in, in layman terms like, you know when you see these things you know you're finding the best topic kong or the best you know the best best uh backing you know so yeah. so i, I kind of uh, decided upon christianity um and it, it, i mean it did well for me mm. um and it still does and 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 um so during one of those times where you know during the family camps a couple of christians we came about and we, we were praying for the sick the poor and you know the usual cell group stuff right yeah so it was interesting because during the time when everybody was praying eyes closed, I was the only idiot with my eyes open. All right, um, I, I obviously a total rebel. Out, <laughs> no, 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 total rebel. I was just kepo I was like seeing, seeing how people are praying and you know stuff like that. Mm, mm, and and okay. I interestingly I saw a um, how to say I, I would say it's like it's, it's like somebody shines a torchlight into your face, mm-hmm, the, the kind of bright light, yeah. and 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 there was um and and this this light landed on my friend's shoulder. Uh, directly opposite me mm. it landed on her shoulder and I, all I could see was a hand coming out from the light you know making out from all that stuff tapping her shoulder wow just like that what? so it was quite interesting for me so when we you know um, after prayer I, I just said oh, I gotta share this with you I um, I saw this and she started crying because she was like um, she was praying about um, I think if I remember correctly one of her parents have passed away uh, uh, just very recently during the ca- uh, before the camp mm. And she was praying for solace, she was praying for peace and all that stuff and, 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 and all that stuff. And, and um, she said, she did say that she actually felt like there was somebody comforting her, like, you know, adhering,ly patting her, her back. Wow. So that was, the, that was the only time, that was the only th- time I think whatever I saw kind of corroborated with whatever that, that, that she felt to see that the person felt in terms of it being a, a non uh, or rather a positive uh, entity mm. right so, so that was um, 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 yeah that's the one and only time wow and um, so for that's, that is very very clear and it's again corroborated by someone else who felt mm. the pat on the back so I hope that answers yeah. your question, Sean. Uh, Mark Abel saying, when you were doing a special for CNA on the old menu of Singapore, any yep. hantu things happen? Okay, interestingly enough, well, we were at, um, where is that place? You know, you know, um, I cannot remember the name for now. You know, uh, Acid Bar, Emer- was it Emerald Hill? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so, yeah, so we were doing one of these interviews um, in one of these older bars. Um, the interesting part was while I was talking to Auntie May, hmm. Right, um, this this older lady who who lived along Orchard Road all this time, um, and um, while we were talking, um, we actually we the, the director actually yelled NG for this, all right, because we had to retake the shoot, shoot, right, because my eyes were were veering off. I was looking away from the camera, uh-huh. and um, because I, I I saw somebody walk um, from a corner where there were nobody, because you know obviously when we are shooting in an angle, there shouldn't be anybody else behind, right? Yeah. But this guy just stood up and walked from, from nowhere. Right, so I was like, uh-huh, 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 and, and, and that was it. So nothing, nothing, nothing too scary. It was just like, oh, shit, I think you screwed up our, 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 our entire camera angles and everything. And that was really just plain work, right? Yeah. So, so it has become to the level whereby it's so mundane for me. It's, um, mm. 
it's, it's no, no longer a big deal anymore. Mm. Yeah. I, I've got a question yeah. from Bunlay Ivan. Um, yeah. he, he asked, they say ghosts always in toilet. How many times you saw that in more than other places? <laughs> Some of these questions are, Alamak, tak boleh tahan lah. Trust me, I've seen worse things than ghosts in the toilet. Okay? Yeah, same, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're in F&B, right, you see worse things than ghosts in the toilet. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I, uh, to me, uh, to answer the question, no, never. Okay. Ghosts yeah, in never. toilet. So a lot of debunk, right? All the seven months, uh, you know, crowded place and a toilet ghost. Uh, Ivan have not seen it. I have not seen any of yeah. that, yeah. But Ivan sent me a box today, this afternoon, and I wonder mm. what the hell it was inside. And then I opened up, and it was bottles, rows after rows of bottles. So I had to pick one up, because I knew in 1925 they were a, a beer brewing company, and then, lo and behold, huh? there is a bent back woman beer you Make with passion, Singapore brand. You can even read the story of the band back woman. And also, I think uh, Blue Blue Smoke, which is a restaurant that Ivan owns, is in Juchet. And the band back woman is a story found in my first book, Supernatural Confessions. This is how this whole channel came about. And I have beers, and I have beers to drink tonight. <laughs> so, and also, if you guys would like to get your hands on these beers, uh, you can actually go to the1925store.com and our beer is sold at 1925store. You can get it at, I believe a bottle is $7 only and it's pale ale. You can read the ingredients behind, I'll read it out to you. Nice. And you can buy a pack of six, which will be under $7. This is very, very cheap. Uh, so we have worked out something in 1925 for every bottle you buy, Supernatural Confessions get a little bit of kickback, uh, you know, so that we put into our treasury and our funds so that we can do more and more cool stuff for you guys. So thank you very much. And get more massages. <laughs> thank you very much, Ivan, for, for being so awesome and supporting Supernatural Confessions. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. And I'm going I'm to see if we can find a way to actually ship some of those overseas so I can have, can have a couple here while, uh, while we're on live. Yeah, uh, and, and and he's still not there. That's uh, let me try to just and and it's, it's interesting that you say that he he actually his whole brewery is haunted, right? Yeah. So, mm, electrical. I mean, speaking of electrical stuff that's gone wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> while while we were down, Eugene, the amount of electrical stuff that happened, like the cameras malfunctioning, oh, batteries getting drained, yeah, yeah, yeah. as as we were kind of doing our stuff, right? It's amazing. So that there, there, there really is something to say. Oh my God, there's someone on. Um, there's someone oh, in yeah. the comment section. Okay, what do you say? Um, there's a lady by the name of Sonia Karana, and she goes, "Hello, hello." Who's Sonia Karana? Very familiar. Yes, yeah, very familiar name. All I want to ask if she has time to go on the comment section. Why isn't she online? No, she landed. She just landed. <laughs> in fact, in fact, she actually was uh, before the plane landed. She was actually in the air while it was landing. She got connection. She started texting us already. Oh no! So very well, dedicated so well, team. So, yeah. uh, Joe, thank you for getting all your bites. I'll, I, if I could buy you a beer right now, I would. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't know how to send this across yet. Let's let's try to get this sorted. Yeah. But. If you don't, if you don't get a chance to buy us beer, you can also buy us uh, coffee. Actually, coffee, <laughs> a coffee. Uh, you know, and 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 if people want to do, it, they can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash se Friday Live. And and I know Eugene is not going to send me, um, uh, you know, get in trouble with the government and try to import alcohol overseas. So all I can do is I can have a nice 
steaming cup of coffee in this really humid weather that I can drink. So um, if you'd like to support us and you'd like to see more of the content that we have coming up, please do. Mm. Are, are you okay drinking your, 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 your beautiful, refreshing oh um, bottle of beer there? Mm. I would like to find out more from Ivan why he, why he picked <laughs> this flavor for me. Ivan, are you there? Ivan's gone. Oh, what, what, can, 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 you, can you describe can you describe the taste uh, oh boy don't say spicy no 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 it's not it's not it's uh see like i cannot see that old man really ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it tastes okay so honestly i feel this beer is something you would start the night with you know it's yeah. light it's fluffy enough uh, it's, it's tasty, it's lowry. It's not the kind of bite and bitter that you would have uh, from a much darker ale. So this is pale ale. It's great for ladies, great for men. It's great for a refreshing night out. If you don't want to get too drunk, this is mm-hmm. the beer to go for. Uh, and then later on, you can move on to heavier stuff, which coincidentally, we are also working together with Ivan on bringing more signature uh, characters into the brew. So, right. Oh, he's back. I'll speak of the man. Okay, now we can't hear him. <laughs> Sorry, Ivan, if you can hear us, maybe you have to refresh your, your screen. Refresh your browser. It, it, it feels like like this is an SC curse. I don't know why, man. I don't know. It's like every time we bring a guest on, right? There's always something wrong it, with the It other. happens like that. Yeah. yeah. And no matter how professional the setup is, because you can see he's got a professional setup there. Yeah. Let's go to the comment section. Uh, are you able to go to the comment section and take a look at what people are saying? Um, yes, I am. I'll tell you what. Let me go into YouTube and, um, okay, and then I'll go Shannon asked a, a, a totally um, non-hunter-related question. Eugene, what is the ABV? We'll get drunk until you become the bent back man. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> ABV, alcohol by volume. It's only 4.8%, guys. 4.8%. Yeah. Um, a, a couple of you were very mean to me in the beginning of, of the show. Um, people are saying, wait, wait, something, you know, walks past Joe behind. Oh, I can see someone standing in Joe's right-hand corner. You guys, you already know this villa's haunted. And you guys want to say things like that about me, huh? <laughs> huh? What happened? No one likes me anymore. <laughs> Yo, you never wear your ducky hat, that's why. <laughs> something is blocking his cam, and way Kai says. Toilet goals are nothing compared to the aftermath of a McSpicy double meal. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, that is horrible. Hey, well, welcome back, group. Gabriel Joseph says, Long time no life. Long time no life. Oh. Oh, my God. Is that who I think here. it is? Someone's here. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I got I to gotta add this person in. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. This is. Thank you. Thank you, Troy Lane. Yes, you are never mean to me. So, Joe, you got to go and give uh, uh, read out more comments first, please, because I'm patching yeah, someone in right now. Not a problem. Someone, the clock goes, it must be the hentai. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, I know what you mean by that. Um, reading through the comments, um, good evening, SQ Fong. Hi, SC team, and good evening to everyone. We have, oh, here's another one by Adeline Raylian. No, sorry, Boonlay says to Adeline Raylian that if you are religious, just say your prayer will help. They okay. say if you hang a small round mirror above your door, it can help repel the ghosts. Is it the same as the eight trigram kind of mirror? 
where you put it, well, I know a lot of towers put that on the top of their, of their um, doorways in order to reflect bad luck and bad spirits ways. So yeah. Oh, Bunei also says he used to stay at a mountain area in a forest. I would love to hear if you have any experiences in that mountain area. Um, because we, I mean, part of the team also went to a mountainous area in, in Bali and there were apparently kind of, you know, um, stories associated with that, especially forested areas. And I think I'll wait till a little bit later to um, tell you guys about some of the stuff that we kind of did today. Speaking of that person, uh, who, one of the, our members, she oh, is here right that. now with us. There uh, she is. Sonia Kurana, who is still in the plane. Speaking of, see, there's out of four of us, there's one person that constantly finds new and novel ways to dial in on Friday Night Live. She dialed in from the hospital before, she dialed in from the forest before, and now, for the first time, she's dialing in from the plane. Is this even legal? I don't know, she's so, she's so shy. Usually she's a lot more noisier than this, but today she's very quiet. Yeah, I, I don't even think this is legal. I, I don't want to be arrested and cavity searched the next time I come down to Singapore because Sonia. Oh my god. Navi Network. Joe, are you still in Bali? Yes, Joe is still in Bali. Yes, yes. I, I, I go back to, to Perth tomorrow. I can't wait for my bed and my family. Oh, bro, you got to hear this one. KK Hing said something. What do you say? Wow. What do you say? The plane reception better than Sabawang. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, did, did you feel that burn, Sonia? Did you feel that yeah. strong? Anyway, Sonia, thanks burn. for thanks for popping by very short while. Uh, we're going to bring you back on later on. So, land safely, get out there and find a nice quiet spot and patch in. Okay, so we'll see you shortly. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, so someone someone has messaged me and said that our cicadas are quite distracting. Yeah, there are cicadas down here. I that's can't do the, much about that. That's for the mood. Okay, Ivan, can you hear us? <laughs> we cannot hear you now, bro. <laughs> we still can't hear you. Ivan, it's not you. It's 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 the the, the essie curse. Yeah. So he refreshed. Still still no go. Still can't. Is it the mic? Could you just try to refresh the browser one more time? Let's see whether whether that works. That usually seems to clear up our audio problem just refresh a browser don't have to reboot just refresh a browser okay you know what jdc next time onwards we're just going to have that device where people just call in like those radio yeah, talk shows yeah, just call in with audio that's going to be the best i think yeah. test one two uh, oh we can hear him. welcome oh, back i can hear Ivan. you welcome back Welcome back, bro. <coughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. What happened just now? Right. Hantu I have no screener. idea, actually. I, <laughs> I have no idea. I, we just now just doing the preamble. We were, we were doing great, right? Everything was doing fine. We were online since 9.30. I wasn't was screwing great. around with anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Okay, okay. Let's, let's get it. It must what? be the Hantu electronic la. devices malfunctioning. <laughs> Okay, what are some of the other other uh, questions that we have for Ivan? I remember there's one more that we just, I saw. Oh, we're talking about the the tanki tanki. Oh yes. Okay. So 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 the tanki that was doing the cleansing, right? Well, he they. I mean, I, I don't know. I am half skeptical. Um, 
to be honest, after the Tanki did their, their cleansing, we stayed uh, at, the, uh, at the office for another good, um, almost another year before we moved on to a new, a new property. Mm-hmm. And um, so the place itself, it kind of quietened down, but we still hear your, 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 your bum knocks, uh, bumps and knocks that it goes off in the night. And, you know, but uh, those things are quite negligible, right? So, well, we were thinking that it's, it's pretty well done, I suppose. We didn't get to see any much more uh, weirder stuff. But I did, my, my, my partner, one of my partners did say that, I don't know, lah, maybe, maybe it's just overthinking it, right? He's just saying that, you know, um, his, his, his whole row of plants started dying on its own. And then whether what he tries to put there, it dies. I don't, I don't know. It sounds very bullshit to me. Um, so, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. But, but to be honest, I, I mean, personally, after that night, um, nothing much seen, nothing much heard other than the knocks and bumps. So that was it. Okay. So, it, so we may attribute it to, you know, that after the tanki came, things clean up. Whether sure. it's directly by him or not. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, any other questions that we have? I, I, I went. I scrolled too far down already. Anyway, guys, keep your questions <laughs> coming in. If not, I'll just get uh, Ivan to tell us a story that he has not shared with us yet online. Ooh, you know let's let's, do, let's that. do that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, so, so this is another one of the army stories. Um, that that, that we did, I didn't get a, ch- a chance to share this with you at that time. Um, so this was during my signalers training. So mm-hmm. signal a uh, signals camp. Is a Stagmon camp, mm. right? So Stagmon camp itself has another whole bunch of stories that I think, um, I think those people who have actually gone to Stagmon camp, they can attest to this. They 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 they, they, uh, they know that there is this really really haunted block there that we, we all have our different experiences there. Mm. Um, but this story was really about um, one of these exercises that we were doing before graduation, right? So the the mission was simple. Um, uh, all broken up into different sections, all right? So for the ladies who are not familiar, so a section will probably have about five to seven people, right? And, and, and you're basically going to do your, your, your mission. So each of the, us are assigned a different location around Singapore. So the, the, the basic point was this, is that you just have to follow the map from the drop-off point. You topo yourself um, based on the map to a designated spot, set up camp. Mm. Um, in, in this case, uh, set up a radio station. You know, and you radio back to HQ, and you are pretty much done. Mm. All right. So it was a very simple affair, something that can be done in in, in two hours. So generally, the average distance between the drop-off point to um, the the setup point is basically what maximum one kilometer. Okay. And this was done late in the night. All right. So it's probably when we talk about army late, it's still not beyond twelve o'clock, lah. Right. It's mm. still about. So we start the mission about nine o'clock. You know, and 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 um yeah, you set up uh, and and you be sh- finish your mission by twelve o'clock. Mm. Right, so I was very lucky. So I was assigned to HQ, which was uh, located at um, Stagmon Camp la, itself. So I got the nice aircon and all that stuff. While the others of my brothers were all, all topioing in the jungle. La. All right, so, so the night went on as per normal. Uh, very smooth, right? I think there were five or six different sections, five different six of groups, right? Um, all of them have done what they needed to do. And we were all complete by 11.30, except for one. One group mm. that was dropped off at, at um, near Mandai, near Mandai Zoo. There is a Mandai training area, mm. and the funny thing was that in this area, the 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 distance is the shortest. All right, so it's about about five hundred meters, seven hundred meters. So even if you were to crawl there, right, you would take about an hour, maximum right, an hour, right. But these guys, we have heard nothing until what uh, two hours 
in, we still have not heard anything, no updates, right? So of course, uh, like any smart soldier, we'll start talking on the phone, you know? Mm. And we'll message each other and say, hey, where the hell are you? Yeah. How far in are you? And of course, the text will say that, you know, we are walking, we are walking, cannot find the location. And, and the best part is this, the route, right? It's a straight on route. So it's like a, um, you know, those off-road uh, uh, muddy track, right? But this time around, it's all gravel. Mm. All right, so it's all gravel, and you just have to walk straight, and it's it's, it's a great night to walk because there are no trees overhead. Um, it's it's kind of like a clearing, lah, you know, for, for all the uh, construction ca- uh, trucks to go in and all the tree tunnels to come in. So, the all the overhead canopy is all gone. Mm. So you have the clear sky and everything else, right? Very very simple. Two hours in, and you're not in, and you're not at the at the location. So it's a little bit stupid, lah. Right, you cannot get more lost than this, lah. Right, so obviously we 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 told uh, we told our incheck, you know, say hey, uh. Sir, you know, these guys are not there yet. So, I might give them another hour or so. No, we have until 12 o'clock, no problem. So, 12 o'clock came, still not there. Alright. And um, this time around, it's already getting a little bit too late. So, Inchik said, okay, cut, let's cut the exercise. We are going down to the location itself and we're going to pick them up. Mm. So, uh, I was, I was uh, asked to join him. Mm. Right, and we and, and uh, with a couple of other guys, we drove down to the location with the with the driver, of course, in the tree tunnel hmm. to, to pick this uh, other seven men up. So when we arrived there, all right, Mandai, the spot itself, when you enter into um, from the main road into this <laughs> off-beaten track, right, there is a training shed, the typical army training shed. So it's a giant clearing where we can park a lot of tree tunnels there. Our lights were shining on this seven men, all right, walking in circles. Right, seven men walking in circles. So it was like a, I mean, not not a perfect circle, but but they're just just circling around, uh-huh. right? And it it was, we were like, what the hell are you doing? So the of course the driver pressed the horn, hoping that to to get their attention. Hmm. I mean, it's it's a really a bit weird lah because our lights are shining there, right? You can obviously see us already, right? Yeah. Right. Normal people will actually yeah. look at us, right? Yeah. They will turn to look at us, but no, no response, nothing. So we were like, uh, what was this about? And of course, everybody started getting freaked out, lah, yeah. right? And um, so press the horn, said, um, Encik told me, I then called call, call one, one of the men on the phone. I called, no answer, nothing. Mm. Right? Then I, I started texting them. I said, hey, bro, uh, where are y'all? Can y'all see us? He said, wait, 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 we are coming out, we are coming out. <coughs> we are turning around, we are coming out. Someone picked up the phone or someone replied. No, you. nobody. You Somebody replied them. me on the phone. We could see we could see them replying on the phone because of the light on the face, right? Yeah. The, the phone light, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was it's dark, right? So we are, pr- we are practicing all the all the, the light discipline and everything, right? We can see the light on the phone uh, on the face, right in the distance, and this guy was replying me while we were there, right? So that was that was that was one of the weirdest things I actually have uh, witnessed, and so Inchik, of course, he said, um. Okay lah, okay lah, you know, he, he took it like very nonchalant like that, like, like nothing happened. He said, okay, 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 uh, let's cut this bullshit, you know. So he, he came down the uh, uh, tunnel, he wore his beret. For the first time, I, was, I see him wear his beret, uh-huh. right? It's a full-on beret, uh, not, the, not the jockey cap. Uh. Mm, the the full-on beret, and all, uh. yeah, with the crest and insignia and all. Mm. He walked much right into the, the whole group, tapped one of the guy's shoulder, and the seven men were like, what the hell just happened? Mm. Right, so when we were talking in the tunnel... Uh, sitting at the back of the truck, so asking, so what, what exactly happened? No, nothing. We, we, we were just walking in, and we just kept walking, and we couldn't find the location that you keep talking about. It's just straight road, straight road, straight road, and straight road. Oh, that was oh. it. 
That is crazy. So this was one of the uh, yeah like, uh, weirdest and uh, and the, the 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 coolest thing I ever witnessed um, in, in in the army that I have no uh, that I shared quite quite a, quite a fair bit with some of my friends mm. Yeah. And then oh when you all check with them, that's none of them. They all, they, I mean, like this is obviously none. a hantu uh, experience, a supernatural experience. What came out of it after that? Did they say anything? Was there uh, going to the doctors? Did you guys talk about no, it? No, um, nothing. Everybody, because everything was checked out. Uh, no, no, nobody was harmed. No, there was no injuries. Nothing. Um, you know, <laughs> we were all well packed with all the all the rations and all the drinks and whatnot. So I think it's it's fine. It's fine. Just that everybody was a little bit weirded out. Mm. So this uh, this seven men, um, uh, none of them had to repeat course, of course. So they they they, they carried on, right? And they did they did a smaller version of the exercise uh, in camp, right? Just to prove that they know how to do whatever their yeah. stuff. I think that was really the concern then, right? So um, back then, nobody wanted to speak about it. Nobody wanted to talk too much about it because when when you're in Stagmon camp, um, for those who have been in Stagmon camp, you will know that place is a screwed up place, right? It's, mm. um, there, are, there are, I mean, not only there are a lot of uh, secrets there, but there are also, um, it, it's not a very nice place to be at, la, especially when you're doing guard duties and all that stuff. So we, we, we actually do experience a lot of nonsense there during guard duties um, while patrolling the entire estate, right? So mm. it's, it's, it's quite a screwed up place. So we, we really refrain ourselves from talking too much about those things because we were told by some of these older uh, warrior officers that say, you know, this place is uh, kind of like a magnet. Mm. Some says that because of the, the, the EMP field or the, the electromagnetic fields, because of all the satellites and all the radar dishes and whatnot there, EMF. it kind of attracts this place, like EMF and all the, all the stuff, right? So they, they are all, all, all very, uh, uh, yeah, kind of attracted the place like, like you know, flies yeah. to rubbish. Like. So, so that's, that's kind of the, 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 the talk that was there uh, during that time. Yeah. Your SH says is it something about a level five of stack one block. Anything? Any idea about that? Oh yes, that is the screwed up block we were talking about. So it's kind of like an abandoned block. If I'm not wrong, it's a level five. Is that like block five or block six? I can't remember. But it's one of the offshoots um, from the main road. So when you walk in through the guard station on the left itself, um, and walking further in, is basically a old abandoned um, uh, army uh, army men's uh, dormitory, lah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know. So it's a bunker, la. So it's like it's quite a quite a few floors. I can't remember how many floors there were. So it's all pitch black. It's kind of like old abandoned HDB flat. Okay. All right. So one of the one of the uh, experiences that me and my other friend we had was that we were doing our guard duties there, and it's also one of the favorite places to you know eat snack, la. You know, you sit down there, you relax, take your time, and chill, la. Right. Yeah. So so likewise, we were doing that um, during one of these nights, and when we were sitting there. We were just we were just resting lah because we were so tired, right? And 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 there was this sudden right uh instance where we both looked up at each other and we kind of looked up above us. I mean, we were just leaning against the wall and there were windows and all the corridors right above us, like HDB flat, mm. right? And my friend asked me, "Do you hear that?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "What do you hear?" All right. So he said, "Somebody called me by." A nickname that only my grandmother or my family people would call me. Oh. Right? And, 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 and I said, likewise, because I am known as Ivan Yo, but my Chinese name is Yang Yinghui, right? And nobody calls me that except for my primary school kids, my, my primary school friends. <laughs> now or my everybody family. on SC will know, Yang Yinghui will call you that. Already. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> la. <laughs> right? So, so, that, so it, it happened twice. Enough for us to verify, and and the second time that it called out, 
it got nearer to us. Mm. It sounded nearer to us, right? So that was the only time that we decided that, hey, I think we better do our guard duty. Mm. <laughs> that, that was basically just it. That was very simple. It was very straightforward. Uh, nothing too, 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 too shocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, want to bring to your to, to ask you about this. I think most of us, uh, some of us may know this, especially if we are in Singapore. Uh, but Mark Pereira is asking, uh, what is this mm. about the beret and the crest? Uh, not everyone knows uh, about that. So could you just give us a little bit more insight into why your inchate takes out the beret? What, what's the significance of that? Okay, so so there are two two layers to this story, right? So, or, or rather, the the, the 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 background to this, right? So one is obviously because the beret carries our uh, national insignia, mm. right, and and that's obviously very powerful <laughs> because, mm. and and of, of course, um, um, the colors of the berry as well. So the colors of the berry kind of signifies um, what kind of unit you're from mm. or what kind of uh, soldier you are, all right. So in simple terms, obviously the fiercest one would be the commandos or the or the green berry like, which is uh, the guards like, right. So kaki, obviously kaki berry, green is it? Yeah, the kaki true? berry, right? yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, kaki kaki colored, right. Mm. So those are usually more. What well, we say the more powerful are because they are more bloodthirsty than anybody else in the entire army, right? Mm-hmm. So our our insignia is kind of blessed by, if I'm not wrong, eight different religions, including the major uh, religions and all the mi- mi- um, minor uh, religions, uh, the leaders. They are all blessed by that, and um, you see this procession going on in um, quite a number of our our uh, army ceremonies actually during, uh, like especially in camp, like for mm-hmm. example, officers' uh, graduation. Etc. Et where they had to bless this insignia, or they bless the. I, I'm not so sure whether they bless the sword or something like that. I can't remember, right? So obviously it has immense religious power, if you call it, to kind of ward off um, whatever uh, evil that that that, that comes lah. Yeah. Or at the very least, there is the belief that the 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 crest yeah. is powerful, and therefore that gives people the the, the power, right? In in some sense, because yeah, the, the power of belief. The, 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 yeah, the additional ball fact. I, <laughs> I can't believe what what um. What Troy Elaine says that it, it that it symbolizes authority, and so when it symbolizes authority, when you wear it, it's a real strength of sense of confidence, and so you approach yep. things with a sense of 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 empowerment, right? Mm. That's right. Oh, that's why like, when uh, JDC goes on investigation, uh, all the goes run away because he's such an apex predator, <laughs> so much so much authority and, and manliness. That. This 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 is authority, bro. This is authority here. So the next uh, merchandise would be a, a picture of JDC's face with a beard, where you guys can paste on your car and on your wall so that you don't know, can walk away evil, right? <laughs> you, should, you should put my face into one of those talismans, bro. It's good to wear. Yeah, the tie on the tie talisman, huh? Yeah, we're yeah, gonna get cancelled. Yeah. We are gonna get cancelled. Okay, I got one last question from you. Uh, for sure. you, uh, this one I think is from Anna. Anna, Anna's been waiting for a while to ask this. She says, <clears throat> "Is it?" Uh, okay, I can't remember. The, the, I can't find it now. But uh, she asked something about: Are there more ghosts in FMB outlets? And then there's also other questions about: Can you still see uh, ghosts? Uh, no, like like right now, like um, or has your power sort of waned over time? Okay, so I'll answer the most uh, the easiest one. Uh, the 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 powers, yeah, kind of like I think they 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 kind of weaken as I get older. Maybe I don't really give a hoot about it anymore, right? Um, it, it no longer is of any interest. The funny fact was was my wife. It's it's my wife that uh, obviously I'm a big fan of your of, of this show. 
She's probably watching right What's now. What's your wife right? name? Let's say, let's say a big shout out to uh, her. Uh, it's a Phoebe, Phoebe. Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe. So Phoebe loves her ghosts and all the stories, right? So she, while we were dating, she had a couple of encounters while we were dating together. And she said, I think I finally found the, the, the one person that's very suited for me, giving me uh, all days worth of, uh, of ghost stories. But anyway, yeah, so back to it. I think, I think it's kind of waned off. Um, I think, thank God, it's kind of waned off. Um, I don't see much um, or, or see as often as I think I, I used to in the past. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I, 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 I just don't really care anymore. Yeah, yeah. in a sense, yeah. Okay, thank you very much, yep. Ivan. I mean, uh, sure. we're uh, mm. you know, barring all the uh, tech issues just now, but it's great to have you sure, on the show. Sure, I'm so sorry. And once again, yep. this is Ivan from 1925. So um, you're going to show you the promo one more time. This is 1925. You can go and check out... Oh, no, let me click it here. Okay, this is the 1925store.com. If you go check it out right now, you'll see our Ben Back Woman beer right at the top. Goes for seven dollars a bottle. Every bottle you buy, supernatural confections get a couple of dollars. Uh, this goes into our funds, which then allow us to organize and do more stuff to entertain you and create content. And um, this is created. I think the design of the sticker is our own IP. This is the Ben Back Woman, a character from my very first book, Supernatural Confections, Volume One, and it happened in Juchet, which also happens to be where Ivan's restaurant is, Blue Smoke. Uh, we are intending to mm. organize a meetup session, so we'll probably nice. hang out at Blue Smoke and drink our own SC beer. <laughs> <laughs> after drink hours, we'll do it after hours. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, maybe we can even do a live show from there. Stream Friday. Night. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, we'll, we'll do we'll the live, and, and live, yeah, live at show night, from the night, night, Yeah. At night, uh, the, the place is really got feeling, uh, got feeling. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> got feeling. That's, That's all I can say. There's, there's this feeling. Uh, that got feeling, yeah. I, I want to just bring to your attention. I didn't want to scare you just now, but there's a couple of times your camera mm -hmm. was focus, focusing on somewhat, something behind you and you went blur for a while. <laughs> so maybe you're not alone. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, Phantom Workers. <laughs> all right, that's all. That's all. Uh, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ivan Yo, our guest, uh, guest, uh, guest, special guest for today. We'll say goodbye to him, and uh, we'll Thank see you everybody. Him very soon. Thank you, man. Okay, thanks, Ivan. Thanks, we'll Joe. Thanks, 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 Eugene. Thanks, Bye. See you. See you, bro. Bye. All right, wow. bro. It's just you and me now. Oh, look at this. Yes. All, all, all the all the other people decided to go on this. This, you know holidays and trips and you know they just don't they don't organize themselves properly <laughs> uh i got a message from kim kim has just landed in um sabah and is rushing home right now he thinks he can be on by 11 o'clock sonia is shuffling out of the airplane she thinks she can find a nice quiet spot a wife hot uh, airport wi-fi and join us also around 11 o'clock but before we get to our two other co-hosts um uh, first up this is the Bali special, the sneak peek edition. JDC mm. has shitload, tons of content from his eleven days stay in Bali. Maybe just to give us a bit of a, you know, a bit of re intro and preamble. What is this whole Bali trip about, bro? For those of the people who just joined us, I think initially we had talked about going to Bali as a bit of a rest and recreation <laughs> for the team, so for the team to meet one another, right? Mm. But I think it kind of really evolved from there because we wanted to 
firstly organize um, some dark tourism stuff that we will kind of reveal to the fans a little bit later. But also while we were there, we kind of realized that Bali is such a spiritual place. When I mean spiritual place, I don't mean it like, you know, oh yes, it's, it's very spiritual. I mean that the spirituality of Bali is so intertwined with the daily lives of the people. And, and we thought, what better place for us to shoot some content? So we turned it into somewhat of a work trip, right? Mm. <clears throat> now, we have managed to go into places that I can probably almost guarantee that other people from YouTube and other kind of channels haven't gone to. Now, I don't say this with, with, with you know, um, uh, as a sense of, of really you know, like 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 bravado, right? I really mean it. We've gone to some places that people haven't gone before, I and mean, we've seen stuff that cannot be unseen. Mm. Um, as a bit of a as a teaser, we were in a very old temple <laughs> in the middle of the forest, and when I mean old temple, I mean um, a temple that's really hidden in in the midst of the forest. Only the villagers know where they are. And in that place, we witnessed a possession by a deity, or not really a deity, really, a spirit from the forest into the temple and into someone's body. Mm. And it was, it was, um, it was, a, I actually had an experience, and I'm a little bit unsure if I want to share it now or um, share it a little bit later. Mm. Maybe I'll wait for the rest of the team to come and then, and then I'll ask them whether I could. I, I should share it. Um, Eugene, do you know what I'm talking about? Which one is that? The stuff that I that that, that happened in the in the temple, stuff that I experienced. Oh, that's okay. Mm. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll wait for the rest of the team here. Um, but one of the things as well is that when when you came down, we managed to have an interview with or, or a meeting with a Balian. Mm. Now, for those in in Singapore, Malaysia, and the rest of the world, a Balian is a traditional healer medicine man um, from Bali. They, they occupy a space kind of right next to the priests and the high priests in Bali in that they are responsible for healing, they're responsible for exorcisms, um, and they're a very integral part of the culture. Mm. People will sometimes go and see a Balian before they go and see a doctor. You know, and, and the Balian will have to say, look, you know, go and see a doctor first. If nothing works, then come and see me. Now, the way that Balians work is that they are there for the community. Mm. So chances are, if you, if you see someone on the internet professing to be a Balian, um, I think nine times out of ten, that person is not a Balian. Mm. Okay. Speaking of Balian, um, we went to a Balian's uh, house of horror, right? Yeah, yeah. So we went to um, this guy, Tony. Um, he's actually half Dutch and half Balinese. And he is a Balian and only, you know, ever since I've met, I've only met Tony in this trip through my friend Roy, who you may have um, remember, who you may recall, was the guy that did the confession about the Orang Bunyan in Bali. He's this white American guy, right? And, you know, hey, Roy, if you're listening out there, thank you so much for the introduction. Um, and hey, Tony, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us while we were in Bali. And we, when we met ba um, Tony, he very nicely invited us to his house. Now, in his living room, oh, I don't even know how to say this. Tony has a whole, um, you know, a whole bunch of antiques. Mm. 
hmm. that he has, that he has because he's an antique dealer by trade. I think he's the Indonesian um, version of the Ed and Lorraine uh, Museum of very much. So he collects everything from everywhere hmm. that has history and a bit of spiritual history to it, right? So for example, he held a spoon that was used by a tribe from Guinea that was involved in kind of ceremonies <laughs> to do with exhibitions and stuff like that, mm. right? Um, I don't know. Sorry, Oops. Eugene, have you showed something already? Or uh, um, Yeah, I, I, I'd get out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and Eugene's not wrong. When we walked into his living room, it was like walking into Ed and Lorraine Warren's house. It was filled from top to bottom with statues and artifacts, you know, and there were a bunch of creepy stuff that was there. Now, listen to this, right? I will tell a story, and, and Eugene, Eugene, you were there, so, you know, you can kind of yeah. add, add pieces to it. So, Tony tells us the story about this figure, um, this little artifact, I think about yay big, right, of this being or person, and like he's squatting down with his hands on his knees, um, and originally looking forward. Now, what happened was the the people that had originally had this artifact, right, got in contact with Tony and asked if he wanted to sell it. And he was actually they were actually quite um, perplexed and quite upset because the story was that. If um, uh, is is it already up? Yeah, um, Eugene. Yes, up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can you see that figure on the right and how it's looking to the right hand side? Right. Now get this. The family said that originally this figure was looking forwards, and what happened was one day in the midst of of doing something, I think there were there were people there and there were some disturbances. One of the family members saw this head suddenly turn and snap to the right-hand side and look at him. And ever since then, that head has been in that position and it has not changed. Now, what Tony said is that the figures that are usually carved like this, they are, they are almost never carved looking to the right-hand side or the left. They are always carved looking straight ahead. Now, this figure apparently had turned and had never turned back. So what you're seeing, according to the story, is an haunted artifact of a of of a spirit of a being frozen in the midst of turning its head. The funny thing was, Eugene, with his bad luck, had to sit in a freaking position where this thing was just looking straight at him oh the entire God, interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys, uh, I was I was sitting there, <clears throat> I was sitting there, because uh, we were all sitting around, and I, I I picked my spot, and I felt from the corner of my eye someone was staring at me, and in a, in as I was talking and listening in and recording, I could feel like someone is nodding, like almost amused, like uh huh, mm-hmm, tell me more, tell me more, that sort of thing, and I turned around and I keep looking at that right in the eye, and later on it was then revealed that there is still. An entity in this statue. So, why I gave a warning label about today is uh, I showed this to some of the our members who have a vision, and I didn't want to tell them too much. I said, "Have a look at some of these pictures and tell me what you see." And they, straight away they go like, "Oh my God, there's something in this." And to answer the question about <clears throat> uh, Hui Chai from YouTube asking, "Is the head hinged or fixed?" 
It is no, cut not. from a piece of wood. It's not like there's something to rotate. It's wood. Yeah. Now look. Now look. I I, I didn't want to touch it. None of us wanted to because this thing was. You know that picture does not give credit to the menace that that face exudes when you look at it. It is almost like that. Um, it is almost like that carving of Pazuzu from The Exorcist. That's what it reminded me of. It is so creepy, right? Just looking at it. Now I had a look at it. It's smooth, man. There is no, there's no hinging. It's solid wood. It's a solid wood figure. Okay. Now, but mind you, this is a story that was told to Tony. Um, Tony took it, and Tony says, "Yes, there is something inside it." Um, and it, but he knows how to keep it at bay. Now, for those of you who goes, well, Joe, you know, aren't you meant to be the the, the kind of rational one? Well, what are you talking about? Um, you know, this this Balian is if he 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 knows what he's talking about. Eugene got a reading from him. And I tell you what, Eugene, am I right? He was so accurate. Yeah. Um I obviously that particular recording is not going to be shown public yeah. or live um at all, because it's a very private reading amongst the my co hosts who were there. But the Balian had the reading spot fucking on. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I, he knew stuff that I have not even shared with anyone because this was during my childhood. Uh, he talked about a near-death encounter. He talked about <clears throat> a, a mark uh, on my back. And he talked about certain other um, things that I'm going through. And he, it's almost a matter of fact for him. But everything he said was spot on. Uh, and it's not just me. <clears throat> Separately over the course of the, the days that you know, my, my other co-hosts were there, each of them had their reading from him and he was spot on for everyone. I'm not just talking about partially mm. accurate, uh, overarching, you know, statements that, you know, could, could, we could just say that, yeah, maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's so general that everyone, it could be true for everyone. No, he is very precise in what he's reading. Yeah. Mm. Very clear, very clear. Um, and so, you know, he was saying that almost everything in that antique store that he had has a haunted history or has a history of bloodshed or, or, or stuff around it. But he is able to, because of his ability and gifts, actually um, like keep it at bay, mm. right? He knows, and you know, it, the, he, he says in the funny things that they know their place. Mm. <laughs> they, they, they know what their place is, and so they don't come out from there, yeah. which is a very crazy thing. Now, just, just very quickly before we I continue on to the, the next image, which I really want people to have <laughs> a look at because it scared the shit out of me. Um, there is nothing behind me. What you're seeing, the light there, is actually, um, what do they call it? They're like blinds, so they move a little bit, right? Um, yeah, and because I'm in the lobby of the villa, people are sometimes walking in and out behind me. So um, I don't think it's a hantu, but yeah, stop scaring me, guys. <laughs> you know, usually, usually our team is uh, divided by one group, uh, Kim and myself, Pro supernatural uh, encounters, and we have Sonia and uh, Joseph Dakota, which is on the rational side. So together as a team, we explore a wide array of possibilities. But in this Bali expedition, uh, I would easily say that so many things have happened that the rational team has moved, at least for the Bali incidents, uh, entirely over to the supernatural side because it's so hard to find any alternative rational explanations for the things that they saw. Okay, I, I, I would agree in the point that definitely I think that it's very hard to be immersed in this culture and 
to just keep having a skeptical mind because um, I think that it then doesn't open yourself up to the experience that, that Barney mm. provides, right? Like if, if you're sitting there and you're seeing someone getting possessed in front of you, you take it as an experience. This is someone's culture. This is the belief and you, you kind of respect that. Um, rather than going, yeah, nah, fake, that's nonsense, that's a, that's a trance state, <laughs> you know. It, it, it gets it gets boring and silly after a while. Mm. But, yeah, we have also experienced stuff in this trip that is somewhat unexplainable. Um, I've seen stuff that I can't really – I've seen one thing that I cannot really explain. Um, and I'm still holding out for the team to turn up before I, I speak about it because um, I think – um, you weren't there, Eugene, mm. but Kim and Sonia were right there next to me, and they might have some insight into okay. that. However, I'm wondering if we can go to the next image. Sure. Ch -ch -ch oh, okay, let me see. Where is it? Why isn't it showing up? Now, at the back of Tony's um, um, shop is a pair of Rangda masks. Now, Rangda is the personification of evil in, in Barney's culture. I'm really paraphrasing here, guys, so please forgive me. Rangda is a personification of evil in Barney's culture and is, you know, it, it is in the incarnation of which. Now, the now the, the masks play a very big um, a very big role in Barney's culture. The masks are, are, are decoration, but they're also ceremonial <laughs> objects. And very often, when you go and see the, the performances in, in, in one of the tourist venues, right, people will don the masks, whether it's the masks of Rangda, the masks of, of a Balinese hero, or the masks of the of the Barong, which is the mythical panther-like um, embodiment of good in, in the culture. However, the things that you usually see in the entertainment value in entertainment venues, they're not there's nothing real spiritual about them. They're just there for entertainment. So, in a sense, the masks are inert. They're dead. They're not, they're, there's no spiritual essence in them. When you go to the villages, when you go to the special ceremonies that the Balinese um, actually engage in, very much like the Chinese lion, when you go for the lion dance and the eyes are drawn the lion, there are ceremonies that bring the spirits of the gods or the personification of those energies into the masks. Some masks hold the spirits, some don't. Now, the picture that you see um, on screen are a pair of Rangda masks. So if you can imagine, type in Rangda mask on Google and you'll see what I mean by it being a very grotesque looking mask. Big eyes, sharp teeth, long tongue. Um, you know, if, if, if they were in the costume, that have long, scary nails. Now, these two masks were inhabited by spirits, and Tony had covered them in this special cloth in order to keep the spirits at bay. Now, I don't know if you can see it, but the, the cloths look old, dirty, stained. There were symbols on it. Oh, my goodness me. They didn't look like masks. They looked like they were they were, they were huge. They were, they were, you know, what you're seeing there is almost like human size. Human size yeah. Maybe not, yeah, maybe not Sonia size, but <laughs> but 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 normal human size, right? It's now, larger than Sonia. It it is much. It is taller than Sonia. So it's probably um, on the stand like that, about head height, or a little bit taller than me, and it just gave off a really weird vibe when you looked at it and you were there in its presence. You didn't feel like it was covering a mask. 
you felt they were covering a human being or a person or a being. Now, um, yeah, I, I, I don't even know if the, if the picture gives it that justice. To me, I just remember the feeling of it. And there was just a sense of, yeah, I didn't want to touch anything in that store. Yeah. If my pinky had touched an object, I would have cut my pinky off, burned it straight away. <laughs> that was that that was the stuff that was in this place because I have no power to to contain or control stuff. Did did you walk by those masks? Yes, DJ? I did. I did. I walked by those. What masks. did you feel about them? Um, I, not as not as bad as some of the other items that we have yeah. in that place, but uh, there there the whole okay because imagine walking into a place full of vibration. Yeah. So because the whole place was resonating and vibrating, it's very distracting. So it, it's very hard to pick one that is more powerful over the other. So in that back area that you see beside the Rangda mask, uh, I'm not sure whether you, you have taken photos of it. It was an altar on the left side with the other mask. Yeah. Uh, it felt that the, the mask no longer contained the habitants of what it was supposed to contain, but contained wandering spirits. And then there were dolls and all that around the area, yep. skulls. So the vibration at place was off the chart. So it did not, the two things that you, you, you spotted were not, um, because of the context of the whole place, it was not exceptionally more pronounced than anything else. But I would imagine that you just put there in any room, anyone who walks in will get an immediate backlash of, of, of energy from these things. It is, yeah. It is, it is crazy down there. And he also took us to his holy room where he showed us a few masks that were very holy, which still held within them the essence of the God. Um, and in a sense, very alive because one of those masks actually, you know, had a, had, there was, a, there was a, a situation with that and it actually burnt part of the holy room down. So there's a lot of energies associated according to Tony with these masks. Yeah. KK Heng is asking if this is the mask that is based on Jim Carrey's comic book. No, that is Loki. That is a different kind yeah. of mask. But yeah. uh, mask that has entities inside. It's, it's based on the same uh, same or similar concept. Cassandra Pei from YouTube is asking, Supernatural Confessions team who visited all these haunted places with entities stick to you. Uh, it, there, there would be things that would attach to us, but we had the Balian to cleanse us and uh, we, we took this. I took this from the, the temple for protection. So... Uh, I like to think that we are well taken taken care of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. There's there's a um, there is there is a. I was wondering, Joe, if you could read out a a post by Lawrence Tan. I'm gonna send it to you by WhatsApp. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay, sure. Oh, no, send it to me by you, WhatsApp. Don't, no. don't let me interrupt you. Yeah, let, let you finish your stuff first. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like um, the 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 last story that I was gonna tell. Was in relation to the um, the possession that we saw in this temple mm. in in um, in a Bali, right? Mm. So I'll give you a little bit of a scene. We're all like, there's eight other, ten other Balinese men all around holding incense, pitch pitch dark in this small temple, right? Crazy <coughs> pitch dark, and. Um, we were, we were just waiting because when they call the spirits in, in, in that Balinese culture, right, what happens is that it's not a case where they dial, grab, and get food delivered for you. It, you know, the spirits don't work that way in the culture. Um, they invite or ask the spirits to actually come and, and possess one of, the, one of the people. Now, while they were just waiting for this, I recall 
and I, not recall, I'll tell you, I, I was looking up at the trees. So we're in the middle of the jungle. All we can see is canopy, mm. a little bit of, of sky, um, which was quite cloudy by then. It was starting to rain. And I was just looking up, you know, I was, I'm, I've got ADHD guys. So I have like a, and an, an, um, I have a condition where, you know, I just can't concentrate and I have difficulty sitting, sitting still for long periods of time. I was looking up and I saw a flash of light in the canopy. If you can imagine a firefly, but white, not moving in an erratic pattern, but moving very quickly, like a, like a, like just zoom across like a, I saw that in the canopy of the trees. Now I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me, right? And I, and, I, and I just continued looking. And before long, I saw another zip and another zip. Now this is happening, not in the sky, but in the canopy of the trees, okay? I can see the clouds, I can see stars. This was not stars. And I nudged the Balinese, uh, one of the Balinese villages down there um, and he told me, yes, yes, yes. And I told him what I saw. Now, apparently, and I didn't know this, I didn't know this is what's happened. Before the possession happens, people will usually see lights in the sky, right? And these lights will then descend into the person who is about to be possessed. Now, around about a few minutes after I saw this, the person to my right suddenly got possessed really weird uh, you know ks goes sounds like a shooting star yeah it's it's dimmer like a shooting star but it's happening not in the sky but in the you know the leafy part of the trees okay not in the sky at all it is it was absolutely crazy i have no idea what i saw absolutely no idea what i saw and I was speaking to a few Balinese people here, including the, the, the um, manager of this villa. And he says, he even told a story about how they once went to a place to get like 40 numbers, right? The, the Balinese <laughs> version of lottery. And again, they saw these flashes of light in the sky mm. and it descended into the grave. Shit, man. Okay. So there you go. Don't mean to cut you off, JDC, but yeah. uh, we have our two hosts who are rushing out to join us. And it's really 11, 12. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you... Do you just want to get a bit of feedback from you guys? Is it okay if we go a little bit past eleven thirty? Um, you can. Is that okay with you guys, or, or you think we should stop, go for our uh, featured confession on YouTube first and come back later? Let me know in the comment section what you want to, or if the stories are actually too enchanting right now for you to want to stop. Okay, and leave that in the comment as I bring on my other co-host who rush back oh, home. Look we at have those guys. We have Kim, who just walked into his house from Bali, landed, rushed back. Sonia, who is a lot nearer than usual. She's in Changi Airport right now, instead of Sambawang. And of course, JDC, uh, who has been giving you guys his version of story. Welcome, welcome, everyone! Hi, hi. Uh, I don't know whether you, can, you, guys, you guys can hear me or not, because tonight I am on my... Uh, my phone and my earpiece so it's because i've just reached home so uh i've yet to set my computer uh, as you can see the lights at uh, behind me also looks um slightly different so yes um yeah no no cap shirt is different so yeah because i just got home like literally like seconds ago back is still on the floor <laughs> i have not unpacked yet uh i'm still sweating from running 
uh, in in the door. So yeah, it, it's good to be back on Friday. But uh, I, I I wish I was you know, I was earlier lah. This is the level of commitment that we put ourselves through mm. on Friday Night Live because you guys commit yourself to Fridays. Um, listening to, into us live, and for those of you who are watching us on reruns, because Friday night is too scary for you, uh, we want you to know that we take your commitment seriously, and this is our demonstration of our love and commitment to you guys. We, as best as we can, we will do uh, what we can to come on live. Okay, uh, JDC. I think most of you, uh, Sonia, yeah. probably have heard it uh, behind the scenes just now. Uh, he, Joe was sharing about uh, Tony's House of Horror. Uh, who would like to go next, Sonia or Kim, to to share your stories, what your experience in Bali? Well, I can go first. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Can you guys hear me clearly? Loud and clear. Very clear. Okay, I, because my ear earphones are in my bag. It's still not out. <coughs> it's just been delay after delay. So very sorry, but hello everyone. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the vaccine that we managed while we were looking for. Uh, certain places that we were given information on, we chanced upon several <coughs> urban exploration sites. One of which, oh, hang on, my bag's here. Wait. <laughs> I love it. She, we should have a compilation I, of Sonia tuning, you know, like patching uh, in from different parts of the world. I, I think the award has to go to Sonia for the most dialed in like in the most unique dialing areas. <laughs> I tell you what, one day guys, right? She's going to be like, like, like scuba diving and she's going to like freaking dial in but she's in the water. The Mariana How, how talk about uh, scuba diving? So back to urban exploration. Now I do a lot of that in Singapore. A lot of these places have negative energy because it's been left alone for very long. There are groups of people that go into these areas and perform um, uh, nefarious thing, you know, deeds and, and stuff like that. So we chanced upon one mm. in a hillside. We were, we were actually looking for a bridge over a river that had an accident and we chanced upon this place. Now, if I see places like that, you know, natural instinct is explore. So I did. And Let's just say that there was an area in this abandoned hillside uh, structure that attracted us all, the whole team. The whole team, hair all stood. Mm. That one particular rock, Joe, you remember that one? Uh, I oh. remember that one. I remember that one. Mm. Now, unfortu unfortunately, all my, my, one of my cameras started malfunctioning around that time as well, if you do recall that as well. Yes, because what we decided to do was ask some questions, <laughs> ask for signs. I don't know why we do these things, okay? Honestly. Because you all play Phantasmal, then you all think you're all paranormal investigator, then now you go to the ground. Lah. Real yeah. life action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was forced to be there. I, I don't want to be there. <laughs> Joe, look at Joe's face. I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Kim, you walked in so, through the gap so that in the was fence one. by yourself. We, we do have some footage, we've got <clears> pictures, and we'll talk about that a little bit more, you know, guys, just be patient with us. But that was one. And then the, the, the second one, the second one, 
Wait, would Second you like me to show the pictures or while you talk or what do you mean? What do you want to do? Yeah, okay, let's let's show the pictures of the first one. Which is uh, I don't know about first one, but I put it all on um, on Okay, uh, I'll I'll narrate and I'll okay. talk about the pictures that you put up. Okay. This was at the other slideshow, so you a... gotta you gotta speak fast. <laughs> you put it on a show. This is the hillside resort that's been abandoned. Um same thing. A lot of a lot of people, um, graffiti artists have gone into this place. You can see leftover spray paint and, and stuff. Same thing. This is the resort cut into the hillside. Looks like a beautiful place, but nature has reclaimed it. Um, ah, some of some of the artwork that's in there. Is this the one with us in it? No. No, it's just the plain one. Mm. The guy, the man, uh, looks familiar. Okay, this this one is the one. That we went to at night. This is a different had, one, yeah. We had no time to do a recce, but look at the surrounding of this place. Now, we went in at about dusk. We went in yeah. at about dusk, which is probably not the best time to go in. And it turns out that in the in the second Urbex place, which is an abandoned wood carving factory, mm. I had a couple of experiences in that one. <laughs> Um, a yeah. couple of experiences. Uh, can I can I chime in on this one, Sonia? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, the the team was split into two with with Kim and um, uh, JDC uh, doing isolation. So we got to give them space. They, they were taking turns to do isolation in one of the rooms that we gave offerings for. Because this yeah. entire wood wood carving factory abandoned for fifty years is reputed to be a Bunyan location. Funny thing enough, there were trees outside, but at the same time, inside the factory, it and was trees. a jungle. Trees grew inside the factory, broke through the floor, through the rooftop, and it just the, the roof. The roof had collapsed already as yeah. well. And so we was we were uh, circling around the perimeter because that's what we had to do as part of the yeah. investigation to clear the. And, and and also because I heard a lot of noise at the back. Mm. So we went up, and at one point, um, Sonia, she smelled something. Flowery, sweet. sweet, and she says, "Very sweet." Hey, I asked him. I, I said to you, I turned to Eugene. I said, "Do you smell that?" And he goes, "No smell. What?" I was I like, said, "There's a very cloying, sweet smell." I didn't smell anything, and the first thing in my head was, "Why are you saying a sweet smell?" We all learn in paranormal <laughs> when you smell something, you hear something, something, you don't say until morning. She goes, "Something sweet, right? You smell it not? You smell it not? Hey, you smell it or not?" I'm like, "No, no," <laughs> and then I took a step forward. For, uh, as, as we continue walking and I smell something but I did not smell something sweet I smell something rotten and I said shit something's not right we walk up a, a, a hill and we walk right into I kid you not because Sonia was holding on to the light source we walked in it loomed in the whole place was a banana plantation my yes. balls shrank I was like you smell sweet I smell decay we now see a banana plantation Straight away, I said, okay, Sonia, we're going to head back to the guys because I think they need our help. I turn around, I want to walk away, and I see my light source moving away from me. <laughs> further deeper into the plantation. She says, hey, I saw something white. I was like, alamak. Yeah, don't you want to go see it? Of course I'm going to walk towards it. <laughs> so, there were a lot of things that happened after that. One of which um, involves... Uh, a very short video clip uh, that we are not ready to show yet today. We're going to produce it first um, of Sonia that you have never seen before. Yes, I, I can only say yes. 
yeah yeah uh just to give you a bit of i don't want to leave you guys hanging we think sonia had an attachment and if not for the blessing and the the the, the protection of the balian that we saw a day before things could have gotten quite bad yeah so i found that well you know the the plus is that i found the perfect isolation spot do you do you actually manage to go back to do the isolation there Nobody let me. No, the answer is no. Yeah, he was not allowing her to go back. No, nope, like, no one's no one's going. Nope. Could you do your isolation with us standing here? So it's like an isolation ish. Now, I, all of you know I'm very drawn to water. I've always been very drawn to water. Uh, I was pulled very much to that spot. I mean, you guys saw me. I want die die. I wanted to go there, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's the perfect isolation spot for me. Oh boy! Thank you so much, uh, uh, Sonia. I think we 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 will. I'm looking forward to looking at all the footage and stitching together. We had lots of footage. Uh, I was only there for three days. Uh, the, I was I left on the fourth. Uh, but even in the three days, it was harrowing. So I can imagine the amount of footage that the guys got for all full eleven days. Uh, let's go. Let's go to uh, Sonia. Do you have anything to add before I move to Kim? No, that was it. Kim is your story now, bro. Uh, okay, I do not know whether I'm appearing on. Okay, yes, you are. Uh, I think I'm back on. Uh, I think you guys can hear me, guys. This is exactly what happened in the in the abandoned house, lah. We brought in f- five cameras. Three of them is not working. We do not know why. It's charged. It's checked, and it's not like we are. We don't want to film for you. The thing is, the thing, the bloody thing don't work. Okay. Yeah. Joe, the Joe's equipment, uh, I, I'm not saying that Joe is rich, uh, but he is, but Joe's equipment costs more than $10,000, okay? Yeah. And it fucked up, okay? It fucked up. It's not fucked up as in he brought in and then come out, cannot use, 10000 but no? Come out, everything okay, but in the house, nothing works in the house. The 360 mm, the battery 360, was not working. Yeah. The only thing that works in the 360 is the light. <laughs> and the incense. The uh, the, 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 the you cannot say we didn't make offerings and stuff. We did, huh? We, yeah, we followed. We yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we are losing Sonia. Um. So yeah. So so you you guys are you guys can say a lot about uh, the equipment and whatnot. You know, strapping GoPro Again, there's a lot of things that we brought in. Mm. Things just went haywire out of nowhere, right? So yeah. things like this are Now Sonia went missing. Something like this are we have no explanation, but it just happened, <laughs> right? We are not even online when we are in yeah. the abandoned house. And you guys are saying, could it be there's, you know, a plenty of energy or electronics around? It's abandoned house. There's nothing around us, mm. apart from water. Lah. So I think um, um, when, when, when we are done with the videos, you guys can really see what, what we are talking about the place. I, I hope we can get enough um good uh, video montage to to actually edit and and show it to you guys so yeah you want to talk about uh yeah man right uh okay so um tonight what i've prepared uh because earlier on joe talked about the balian balian's house the 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 balian house this one this one yeah ah okay okay the door and 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 the lights that i saw in the in the canopy Okay, when we go uh, sit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's right. Right in the middle of nowhere. 
<laughs> right in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Eugene talked about. I haven't talked about it yet, but maybe no time for me to talk. Oh, about you it. haven't talked about. It. Yeah. Okay, okay, you haven't talked about it yet. And Sonia now missing. Oh, she came back on. Sonia talked about. Uh, she the was very stuff. drawn to hmm. the the source of water, and she became something else. Not the Sonia that I know of online, offline. Okay, so she just walked off. <laughs> so that is her story. <laughs> My story is not so scary. What happened is because one of the days, um, the four of us, me, Eugene, Sonia, and uh, my girlfriend, we went to hike Mount Baton. So after we came down, uh, everybody else is gone case, sleep. So I was the only person that is still alive, alive, talking to the driver. So because driver, the driver or Indonesian day speaks like very basic uh, Masa Indonesia because most of them speak Balinese, and I speak Bahasa Melayu, so somehow I can get bits and pieces of the stories from the driver, right? So, because when we come down from Mount Bato, we can actually see this huge piece of um, Tasik Batur, which is Lake Batur, which is just right off the, 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 the mountain, right? Um, do you have the photo? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lake Batur. Lake Batur, yeah. Um, yeah, this is a amazing, lovely photo huge. that we took. Yeah, it's huge, huge. and uh, this is actually we took it on top of the first summit. Yeah, we stopped it at the first summit. This is right before sunrise, so we took this photo, and uh, that is the lake that you can see underneath. It looks like a, a river. It looks like a, a, even a piece of ocean, but it's not. That is a huge piece of lake, right? So I came down and, and I, I'm like, hey, you know, so I was asking the driver, you know, Abang, why, why, why nobody do anything on this lake? They, it would be a great spot for like, like water activities, you know. I, I mean, there's a lot of tourists around that area, right? It would be a great uh, tourist attraction. So um, then the, the driver said, oh, no, lah. Um, this place, um, <laughs> uh, somehow the locals believe that it's actually, uh, Indonesian call it, Kawasan Anchor. Uh, what I meant is actually it's uh, a very keras place in our in our local Malaysian Singaporean, a very keras place. Mm. And they believe that the the lake, the Tase, actually would need a sacrificial of one human life every year. It's not like people sacrifice them, you know. It's not like they like, okay, here's Joe, nah, take it, you know. So no. It's people would Why die. Why must use my name? Why must use my name? Example, ah, example, ah. Um, I wanted to swim. Yeah, and and and, and so I wanted to swim. So, um, people would be like, people would be like, um, people would die fishermen, of accident. Right? I remember you were saying. Yeah, the, the the unexplainable part is like fishermen, because the locals there they don't go too far from the lake, right? They will go to the Sali more shallow place to fish and to, to, to do their activities because they believe that the lake wants some blood. So they will not go far. So you know they are fishermen. They will know how to swim, right? Entirely, entire life they have lived near your, their your lake. They will know how to swim. Your, your oh, then. So I remember, I remember this one because I asked about the lake. I said, this is beautiful, huge water body. And again, because I'm drawn to water, I asked, you know, about swimming in this lake. And uh, that's when uh, Kim had the conversation with the driver about the lake claiming 
lives occasionally. So then, if the quota is met, then I can go and swim, lah. <laughs> Asking the right questions. Have anyone died this time? Have any? Yeah. Okay, I can swim now because quota met. Hi, welcome. Test, test, test. Very good. Can hear. Ah, very good. Okay, I, I, I think it's going to crack any time now. Mm-hmm. So I was going to think. I was saying that the fishermen have lived there their entire life, right? They, they should know how to swim, right? They, they should know how to swim. So they would go off on the board. They go and fish. Ah, no way. Somebody would just drop. Fell off from the board, and did not. They did not emerge. It's. It yeah. felt like. Oh, it seems like according to the locals. Uh, of course, I'm not there to see it. The locals say he just. He just fell in, and as if something pulled it in straight away, and he was. It was found, drowned maybe a day later. He did not even emerge after that. He fell in and then, straight away, died underneath the the bottom of the lake. That is one of it. Then the locals say out of uh, every year when. This kind of things happen. Uh, people will come to the lake to commit suicide out of no reason. There is nothing that says if you die here with your couple, you will live uh, eternally forever in the afterworld. Not, not there's no stories like that. There's no myth like that. It's not saying that that is a second uh, lake whereby when you die here, you will live a better life in the afterworld. Yeah. No, there was no saying like that. But people will just come and commit suicide at that bloody lake out of nowhere so why i come up with that that kind of question to the driver is because sonia wanted to jump in right away when she saw the lake um well uh i think one of the one of the tasks that the other hosts have to do is to pull sonia and and knock some senses into her whenever she be walk around with her <laughs> yeah yeah like the suicide oh. forest in japan the suicide towers uh in Pasiris, places where there is this uh sort of a home to a dominant entity, usually demonic in nature, tend to claim lives. So I'm not yeah. surprised. The, the, the law all makes sense with a lot of the stories that we have heard before. There's, there's a pattern to it. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another thing that I actually did not share with all of you guys. Um, oh. I, I, because I was writing this down on the way back, and uh, I, I guess this is fresh to everybody. Lah, huh? um, I actually asked the driver for more information. The driver actually told me that um, very near the, the lake itself, and in an unrelated matter, uh, very near to the lake itself, there's a village whereby people do their burial slightly different like how we do it. Normally, we will bury our dead six feet under, right? Apart from cremation. Um, <coughs> one of the village near that lake, actually, how they bury their, their dead is they would wrap them in shrouds and just place them above the ground and built like a sticks cover on top of it and they just leave it there um i actually asked the driver is it possible for us to actually go and see all these places he said yes it is possible if you are lucky you will be you actually would see some very fresh body because they just put it they just leave it there right Mm. Um, but what is the what is the what is the nice part about this, or what is the creepy part about this? The driver said, but although they put the body, their bodies like that, right? The weird thing is the body don't, don't smell. Huh. Yeah, the body don't smell. Um, but his explanation was because around the cemetery there has this, uh, they have these uh, very big trees that uh, produce fragrant smell. Which yeah. I do not know what tree. 
because he said it in Indonesian slang. I do not know what tree is that. So the tree you know, produces all this kind of scent, so it covers the corpse smell. So he said, even though it's fresh, it's like a couple of days when you go there, you won't smell it. It's called taru. It's called taru minyan tree. Taru minyan tree. It is a yeah. It's an old banyan tree type, and it's said to kind of take on off. Take in the odors of the corpse. Yeah. It absorbs. Mm. It absorbs the bad odors. And I think also, did he mention it is at elevation? Because if it's more arid and the air is drier, it slows down the rate of decom. Yeah. So for me, I I just wanted to wanted to go and see the the, the place, right? Uh, Sounds but, like we need to go back. Yeah. Um, to be honest, we we had we had originally planned to go there, but um, it just I'm, didn't have the time for it. Yeah. yeah. But but I also learned from the driver that says um, actually, uh, not everybody get to bury that way though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people who commit suicide, people who take their own lives, um, babies. Um, when they die, they get buried underground. People who die of natural causes, then they get to be buried that way. Which I have no explanation, and the driver also said he doesn't know why. Uh, because he's not from the village, from the area. Yeah. I think right. we need. I need. We need to go back. Yeah. yeah, I'll get on the next flight. My bags are packed and ready to go. <laughs> Joe, Joe's already still there, so you can go back and find him. <laughs> Speaking of death, when we were up at Mount Batur, it is a uh, a crater, and you can walk the rim of the crater on top of Batur. Just last month, there was an American tourist that had was taking a selfie and fell off the rim oh. down to his death. Into the volcano? Uh, it, it is still an active volcano, but um, it is not... Uh, how do I say this? The, the crater, it is covered by soil. The last time it erupted was in the year 2000. Mm. So, still mm. very recent. Um, but there is vegetation. We saw the site where they performed a lot of rituals. Uh, you know, because it... it, it it's death, right? So the Balinese are very superstitious in that way. And they had a lot of ceremonies to kind of send this person off. Mm. And a well, lot of uh, the ritualistic stuff was still there. So that's quite surreal. Yeah. Mm. It's 11.42. I, I, there's a lot more to talk about, but I think we we're really running out of time. Maybe, maybe part two next week. Yeah, yes. maybe you can give a little bit more next week. Um, yeah, so I, I, there's a lot about Indonesia that I want to talk about as well because we see that Indonesia have all these demons and festivals so I spoke to a lot of people and found out what this actually means so perhaps next week do join us again uh, the first part of the evening we'll, we'll try to finish up as much of this uh, Bali Bali discussion and then we go on to our usual confessions so this uh, we may even take over the time for uh, housekeeping and uh, cruising the internet for this one but now it's 11.42 I want to give Matt uh, Verkek the respect because he is being featured tonight but why I could actually buy it into a, a bit of time because he has a very long confessions today uh, so I'm going to put, uh, put up the link here for you guys to go and take a look also we have uh, buy me a coffee if you enjoyed today's uh, session very much and you want to support us uh, all these trips that we, we take uh, is achieved by, by the, team, the team's own money uh, they spend 11 days there um, you know, for, for Kim fly many hours from Kuching to Bali, uh, Joe from Australia and us from, from Singapore. So if you want to, if you enjoy this and you want to support us in some way or form, uh, you can buy us coffee called buy, buymeacoffee.com slash SC Friday Live. Or if you want to buy... Or a soy latte. 
<laughs> or if you want to buy our <laughs> beer, we have a Supernatural Confessions Bent Back Beer. Go to the1925store.com. A beer bottle goes for seven. Buy a pack of six is less than seven. Uh, we get a couple of dollars for every bottle sold. Okay? So thank you very much for joining us this evening. Go on now to our featured confession, Matt Verkett, who is also going to be our host next Wednesday along with Bill for On The Fringe. So give him your support. Uh, Looking forward to that. Also, Matt, uh, uh, Matt, yeah, Matt, hmm. Matt has part two and part three that will be out next week. So two and three in one night. We're not going to give you three weeks to wait. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, let's say our good nights, guys. All right, guys. Good night. Thank you so much for spending your time with us and for listening to our Bali spooky stories. My name is Joe, and there are always more questions than there are answers. And See you guys. Uh, I'm Sonia, and ah, don't know again. Uh oh. I usually have a super rational explanation for most everything except for what happened to me in Bali. Let oh, me to change tech line. Yeah, let's change tech line. Kim, do you want to hear Thank it? you very much, everybody. Yeah, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, everybody's asking for a joke. I, I have one on top of my head. It might, be not, might not be good enough, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, what is the similarity between an STD and grenade? It's fire in the hole. Good night. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll talk to you guys uh, very, very soon. Uh, I need some rest. I've been traveling for 12 hours now. Um, it's not very far, but I did that. And remember, whatever you don't see, especially in Bali, doesn't mean it is not there. Thank you very much. Bali! I know. <sighs> guys, uh, welcome. Thank you for watching Supernatural Confessions Live. And this message is actually for all of you, and especially for Joseph Dakota right now sitting in the dark. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, jeng, jeng, jeng. you Don't are not alone. Joe, what's that behind you? You're not hey, alone. Cannot, 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 cannot. <laughs>